0: Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here, and welcome to another episode of Run Painless and Run Ageless. So I'm coming to you from Kauai, Hawaii. It's actually been a, a nice, nice, nice vacation. I highly recommend the Maverick Helicopter Tour. If you've never been to the island of Kauai, you've got to do it. We've been here numerous times, and yesterday was the, the first time we've ever taken that tour. Out of this world, the folks at Maverick are top-notch. Uh, and, uh, and they're not even paying me to say this. It's just, uh, the, we just can't get over what a phenomenal experience that we've had. So if you're out in Kauai, Hawaii, tell the, uh, the folks at Maverick that uh, we said hello. But I do wanna talk to you, and I'm on vacation, but I wanna talk to you about iron supplementation and, and why it's so important for runners. Right, so when we uh, we talk about nutrition, we talk about uh, you know a number of things. If you listened to the podcast previously, and if you haven't listened to the podcast before, I'd, I'd encourage you to go back to episode one. Uh, that podcast tells you all about who I am, as my you know career as a physical therapist and, and a runner, and who this is for. But um, you know if you're if you're new, welcome, and if you if you've been here before, welcome back. Why is iron supplementation so important? Well. The average runner is going to need anywhere between 30 to 50 milligrams of iron a day, right? So iron is stored in the body, in the liver and bone marrow. It is important because it is stored in the hemoglobin which transports uh, oxygen through the red blood cells to the body. Super important if you want to be aerobic, which, all of us long-distance runners do. We want our aerobic capacity. Uh, if you're not getting red blood cells throughout the body and you're not you know, flush with hemoglobin and, uh, you know, and the iron that, uh, that you know, is, is a part of that, uh, you're just not going to get that oxygen to the body and you're not going to have it in the reserve tank for when you're running. So if we think about the, uh, uh, the running and the iron, Okay, uh, you know, too much is, uh, is toxic and too little is bad, bad news just because for, for reasons that we've alluded to. So if we think about this and we think about, uh, you know, what are some symptoms of not having enough iron, uh, you know, fatigue is going to be one of them, all right, you know, the, uh, the inability to just get through a workout. Now, are there other reasons for fatigue? Absolutely. Sure, there's, there's lots of reasons. Maybe you're, you know, you're not sleeping well, um, you know, maybe uh, you're stressed, maybe you know, your training intensity has just been too high for too long. Um, but you know, the, uh, the, the problem that arises from lack of iron, and I'll tell you a little bit how this is caused, um, you know, again, is that fatigue is one of the symptoms. Now, how is iron broken down in a runner? Okay, well, one of the biggest things is through sweat. So, if the sedentary person burns through about uh, you know one point five milligrams of uh, of iron, and that's the person that's not doing anything, uh, the active adult is going to go through the active male is going to go through about three point five milligrams of iron, and and uh, uh, the average female is going to go through about four milligrams of salt, you know, our iron rather, just through their sweat that's going to get transported out of the skin, uh, and you know, it's through the uh, the, the process of elimination and, uh, and sweating uh, you know when we, we get those salts in those days especially in the, the south if you kind of caked on uh, well some of that is iron as well so it's not just the sodium as, as we had originally thought And so you go, all right, well, there's one reason. The other thing is that the heel strike. So if you're a heavy heel striker, this is what's called hemolysis. And, uh, you know, hemolysis, you can crush, absolutely crush the red blood cells in the heel of the foot. So even though it's a fat pad, uh, you know, you're going to break down the iron from smashing those red blood cells. The iron just kind of gets, you know, left in the body and then doesn't get absorbed back through You know, the body and and being able to be available for uh, the hemoglobin and, and, you know, transporting the red blood cells and oxygen throughout the body. Uh, So, when we think about that, we think about hemolysis and sweating. um, You know, running in the cooler parts of the day, running in cooler temperatures certainly help. You're not going to necessarily sweat as much. um, But then it comes down to, uh, you know, also. know, reducing that heel strike. So if we can bring you to that uh, that forefoot and or the midfoot, uh, not necessarily forefoot, but more the midfoot. So we can we can play around with the cadence, Uh, and I'll be happy to talk to you about that as well. And there's other episodes on that. uh, You know, if you're interested in how do you reduce that heel strike, and then you know, be aware of this if you're training for a fall marathon or big fall race. if you're training through the spring and then you get into the summer months, and the summer months are super hot, and you know you're training during really hot times of the day, uh, you know you may go into a deficiency through that sweating because of just normal activity, normal you know uh, you know running in the uh, the hot weather. So if you're burning through that iron while you're sweating. You may go into a deficiency and not even know it by the time you hit those fall races. So, uh, you know, I've been there. I've done that. I've, I've kind of gotten to the point where I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, and didn't even realize that it was the, uh, you know, possibly an iron deficiency that, uh, that was going on in, until it was too late. So what is the average individual need? You know, anywhere between 30 and 50 milligrams a day. Uh, you know, some of this can come through supplementation. Uh, you know, again, we talked about in a previous episode on nutrition that some supplements just aren't absorbed, right? It does come down to the, uh, you know, having a transportation molecule or means to get the uh, the minerals and, and uh, um, you know, the contents of the supplement into the body. Some of it's just bio unavailable. Some, sometimes the body just can't process and break it down. Uh, you know, to, through the normal diet, if you're consuming anywhere between, you know, 2,200 to 3,000 calories a day depending on your body weight and your activity level okay you're roughly going to get anywhere between you know maybe um, 12 to 18 or maybe even 22 to 24 milligrams of uh, you know of iron a day through your diet and then you know a supplement that has something like 20 to 25 milligrams of uh, you know high quality uh, you know bioavailable and absorbable supplementation that, uh, that you can actually have for the body to absorb. That, uh, that will get you that additional, okay, 20 to 25 to, to get you into that range of, uh, of 40 to 50 uh, milligrams of iron a day. If you go too high, Okay, and some folks have said you know you need you need more iron. It does become toxic at a certain level, so this is not one of those cases where you're like, oh, more is better. Uh, you know, signs of toxicity for uh, uh, for iron, and you're going to have some gastric distress. It'll definitely upset the stomach. You know, much like the uh, you know having the nervous jitters uh, before a race. Um, constipation could be another one so you know if you're prone to constipation having that much iron in the uh, uh, in the intestines and the stool will will certainly constipate you uh, you know which will then cause nausea uh, you know so again it's not that more is better so I usually tell folks that on, on a lower end of iron supplementation unless you are prone to you know severe anemia and iron deficiency you know that, uh, or you're just taking a very lousy, uh, you know, supplement that doesn't have uh, the availability to absorb. You know, you're going to then probably want more, uh, you know, if you're not getting it in your diet already. Just, just because uh, they've shown that some of the multivitamins that are out on the market have like a 10% availability. So, you know, if your iron supplementation is Um, you know, saying it's 70 milligrams of iron or 100 milligrams of iron and and you're only getting a 10% absorption, you're only getting 10 milligrams. If you're, you know, if your iron is, you know, 70%, you know, absorption rate that, uh, you know, I'd be happy to talk to you about those that are available on the market, you know, uh, 70% absorption rate, then you don't need quite as much in your uh, your supplement. Um, What else? Well, I think that's it. I think that, uh, you know, when we think about uh, you know, the, allowing the body to heal. Iron is a super big one of those elements that uh, that will allow the body to heal we need our rest and recovery if uh, you know if you are concerned you can get your blood tested and go to your physician and have your blood tested they will uh, they'll tell you if you've got an iron deficiency or not Uh, you know typically the the downside of it is is if you're not managing this uh you know by the time you find out it's usually too late because you're you know you're already experiencing these symptoms Uh, you know you may or may not already be into the race season um, you know, and so you know these are good things to be aware of, but you also want to be able to manage this uh, you know proactively as well. So if you've got questions, send them to me, Brian at company5k.com. That's B-R-I-A-N at company, the number five k.com be happy to get back to you you can also check out the uh, the mesh tongue on youtube it's m-e-s-h tongue on youtube i've got uh, tons of videos over there that uh, you can go check out on all sorts of topics uh, a lot of these topics that we'll be going through on this podcast here uh, you know will kind of be uh, updates to those videos so stay tuned come back to the podcast often i, I do like to update the, the videos with new information new research that's come out and uh, you know, be able to keep you up to date in that aspect But uh, until next time, this is Brian Boyle, and we'll see you again. Take care.